Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, The Buddy Holly Story, from 1978. Each year across the country, there are thousands of pet disputes. Those who want their cases tried by the best know there's only one man they can turn to, and he is thirsty for it. Get this! Come here, dog. Whoa! I can hear you swing. Move out! Ain't it? Are you slinging fake monkeys? <laughs> that was Carrie Busey, right? Justice was served. Justice was served. You're welcome. Yay! That makes sense? No, Gary Busey. Yay! Gary Busey, pet judge. On May 25th, 2020, Gary Busey, pet judge, premiered on Amazon Prime. The comedy courtroom show features actor Gary Busey as the courtroom judge for pet-related disputes. It's less of a courtroom show and more of a scripted comedy. Is this random poops or is it poop in, in, the, in the area of they're used to? Um, some of the defecation is strategic, but otherwise it's it's everywhere. It's wherever it can fit it's in. It's in his underwear. No, Your Honor, it's it's every it uh, everywhere. Yes, yes, Your Honor. Okay. I didn't know the last time I saw a dog wearing underwear, but we'll get to that later. For about the last twenty years or so, in addition to his quirky behavior, Gary Busey has become known for his small roles in comedies, often as himself, for shows like The Simpsons and Entourage. And he's also become a reality TV staple, appearing on Dancing with the Stars, Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew, multiple seasons on Celebrity Apprentice, and he even had a Comedy Central reality series titled I'm with Busey. In 2014, he was the first American to win the UK version of Celebrity Big Brother. I'm the American that came over across the pond without any knowledge of the beauty and the power of British people in Great Britain. And I know now why they have the word great in front of Britain. Because I imagine it as a country, if you're in a spaceship traveling around the world, you come up, you, we're flying east. So we come up, we see Japan, we see the Asian world, we see the ocean, we see the United States of America, and we, if we cross the Atlantic, there's a big gold star shining on this country. But things weren't always like this with Gary Busey. His son, Actor Jake Busey has had a hard time with what's become of his father. In 2019, he told The Hollywood Reporter, quote, The fact that there's an entire generation of people who don't know the man he was before the accident, this incredibly talented actor, this force of nature, it's just hard. End quote. The accident he's referring to happened on December 4th, 1988. Gary Busey spoke about the accident to The Guardian in 2020 saying, quote, About 25 years ago, I had an accident on a Harley-Davidson. I went off the bike without a helmet, hit my head into a curb, split my skull, passed away after brain surgery, and went to the other side, the spiritual realm where I got information. And I came back, and these messages, these definitions, came to me first class. I think of a word and write the word down without thinking. I was surrounded by angels, Balls of light floating all around me, and I felt trust, 
love, protection, and happiness like you cannot feel on earth. It's the feeling the angels live in. Three angels came up to me, and I was this long and that wide. I was a quarter of an inch wide and one foot long. That is your soul, and your soul is housed in the column of your spine. And three balls of light came up to me and talked to me. The one on the left talked to me in an androgynous voice and said the direction I was going in was good, but because of my responsibility to mankind, I had to look for helping spirits around. Then the light said, You may come to us now or return to your body and continue your destiny. And every time he spoke, I felt so loved, like a little baby in the arms of his brother. So when you hear the truth over there, you do it. And the word truth stands for talking real understanding to heart. That is the truth of your essence and your soul. The truth told me I wasn't finished over here on earth. When you feel the truth, boom, you go for it. The truth is the strongest ordinance you have in your body, your mind, your soul, and your being. Yee! End quote. Though he has had some memorable performances as an actor since the accident, most notably Point Break in 1991, the bulk of his truly memorable roles happened prior to 1988, including an Oscar nomination a decade prior. But let's hold that for a second and go back to Busey before he was an actor. His original plan was to be a musician. He talked about this on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in 1985. Didn't you have a rock and roll background? Yep, from Texas and Oklahoma. I came out here in a U-Haul trailer <clears throat> with four guys in a 59 Chevy station wagon. And we had blue blazers and striped ties and saddle oxfords, and our hair was perfect. <laughs> and uh, our first club we went to was the Whiskey A Go-Go. Oh, yeah, it was right up on was Sunset Boulevard. With, yes, the street was filled with bare-chested men and hair down to their waist and the opening group was the doors and van morrison right? was singing with them and well you were out here on that when the, you could not drive down sunset boulevard a few years ago it's like having a one-way ticket to the wrong place yeah i got in there and couldn't believe what i was seeing yeah <clears throat> but we persisted and stayed and you'd never been out here before well just to visit a friend but you came from texas what'd you call yourself that time the rubber band the rubber band <laughs> in 1970 Busey was the drummer and lyricist for the band carp who released one album on Epic Records. On a 1986 episode of Late Night with David Letterman, Letterman surprised Busey by having a copy of the Carp album. Where did you get that? What's that? That record album. Oh, this is uh, an old, uh, it's an old carp That's the record. band, yeah, the yeah. band I went to California. It's something I was listening to earlier today, and we just, you were. We just left it out here. <laughs> were you getting dressed or something? Yeah, I want to just kind of relax, get yeah. in the mood for the show, and I, it's I said, good I'd, music I'd like to listen to, to some carp this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> What kind of group was this? Well, we were from Oklahoma and played rock and roll music. That's a trip on the Delta Queen. We uh -huh. wrote a song called Save the Delta Queen, and uh, the owner heard it and put us on the boat. Uh -huh. Did you sell any of these records? Uh, I think a few at some roadside souvenir places uh -huh. in the South. You know, kind of taffy records. Yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that record, you know. It I holds didn't up say today. there anything was. It really holds up today? You bet. Yeah. Around the same time as the Carp album, Busey met an acting teacher who helped him with camera and cold reading technique, and he quickly started landing acting jobs. After working steadily as an actor for several years in the early 70s, he got an unexpected music opportunity again when visiting an old friend he knew from church back when he lived in Oklahoma, Leon Russell. Here's Busey on the Church Studio YouTube channel in 2020. 
I was coming back from Charlotte, North Carolina, where I made a movie called Last American Hero with Jeff Bridges. So I went back to the church, you know, to see Leon and see what's happening. He said, uh, well, I want you to be my drummer. And I said, okay, that sounds good. He said, what do you make? Uh, what do you make in uh, California doing movies and TV? I said, $3,000 a week. And he said, oh, God, oh, wait a minute. He didn't say that. He said that with his face. He talked a lot with his face and his eyes. So he said, well, I'll pay you $500, and you can live with me here with my wife, Judy, and Jake, and we'll go down there and play drums. Busey drummed with Leon Russell under the name Teddy Jack Eddie. Russell actually thought that was Busey's name because of a character he'd played on a local Oklahoma television series called the Uncanny Film Festival and Camp Meeting. Teddy Jack Eddie is credited for playing drums on two songs for Leon Russell's 1975 album, Will of the Wisp. To live my life this way is too much to bear. Can't find my bluebird anywhere, anywhere. This led to Busey, again under the name Teddy Jack Eddie, to also drum on recordings for the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band and Kinky Friedman. And all of this was happening as his acting career was picking up. He had supporting roles in the buddy action caper Thunderbolt and Lightfoot with Clint Eastwood and Jeff Bridges, as well as A Star is Born alongside Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. But Busey's breakout performance would come in 1978. The Buddy Holly Story. You'll be laughing, crying, singing, and stomping your feet. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This was actually the second time that Busey was supposed to be a part of a film about the life of Buddy Holly. He was supposed to play Buddy Holly and the Crickets drummer Jerry Allison in a film called Three-Sided Coin, but the movie was canceled by 20th Century Fox. For the Buddy Holly story, Busey would take the role of Buddy Holly. Don Stroud played the Crickets drummer Jerry Allison, whose name was changed to Jesse Charles for this film. And Charles Martin Smith played Crickets bassist Joe B. Malden whose name was also changed to be Ray Bob Simmons. Apparently, the portrayal rights to their names had already been signed to three-sided coin, so they couldn't be used. All three actors did their own singing and played their own instruments for the film. Busey would receive an Oscar nomination for this performance. You said we were going to do our music our way. You're not even using our drums. Drums is for parades, boy. Well, someone screwed up the music. It sounds like S-H-I-T, pal. All right. Hell, they don't even allow drums at the Grand Ole Opry. Well, we're not country players. Why you have a country band playing behind us? Because there ain't no such thing as a hit record with just three guys playing. 
The Buddy Holly story opened in theaters on May 18, 1978. It was a hit with both critics and audiences. It grossed $14.3 million on a $1.2 million budget. In addition to Busey's Oscar nomination, the film was also nominated for Best Sound, and it even won the Oscar for Best Adaptation Score by Joe Renzetti. It was actually Joe Renzetti who taught the actors how to play the instruments for the film. The performances were filmed live, and using a 24-track recording, the actors actually played and sang as a group. This was a first for film, and Joe Renzetti is the credited producer of the soundtrack. That soundtrack, The Buddy Holly Story, was released on Epic Records in 1978. This wasn't the first album called The Buddy Holly Story. Less than a month after Holly's death in 1959, Coral Records released a compilation of his songs under the name The Buddy Holly Story. That version began with Rainin' In My Heart. The soundtrack begins with Ray Vaughn, which was one of six charting songs in 1958 for Buddy Holly. It's So Easy was written by Buddy Holly and his producer Norman Petty. The original version was credited solely as The Crickets and was the last single with Holly as a band member. The Crickets would continue on after his death. A year prior to the Buddy Holly story, Linda Ronstadt had a top five hit with her cover of It's So Easy. The Crickets version, as well as Busey's version, never charted. There are some conflicting stories out there, but Buddy Holly's widow, Maria Elena Holly, claims that the song True Love Ways was written for her as a wedding gift. Holly recorded the song just four months before his death. Here's Gary Busey on VH1's Behind the Music in 1999. I met Maria Elena when the movie premiered, and she started weeping and left during the song. Just you know why. True Love Ways. I thought, boy, we really messed up, but no, buddy was in the room with her. Just you know why, why you and I will buy and buy no true love Sometimes we'll sigh. As I said earlier, the music performances were filmed live. Joel Fine, who mixed the soundtrack, was well known at the time for his work in producing and designing sound for live music events for TV and radio. He was brought in to stage and record the live performances for the film, which led to an Oscar nomination. His work shines on Clear Lake Medley, which includes the Holly classics That'll Be the Day, Oh Boy, Peggy Sue, Maybe Baby, and Not Fade Away. 
It's early on the soundtrack, but the medley happens at the end of the movie for Holly's final performance at the Surf Ballroom in Clear Lake, Iowa. Side 2 begins with not a Buddy Holly song, but a Jerry Lee Lewis song, performed by Gary Busey as Buddy Holly, but also with Jerry Zaremba providing some vocals as Eddie Cochran. In the movie, Cochran is set to perform after Holly, but when the crowd keeps chanting for Holly, Cochran invites him on stage and they play a cover of Jerry Lee Lewis's Whole Lot of Shakin' going on. And as a quick side note, though Busey did play guitar... Jerry Zaremba also overdubbed several guitar parts for the soundtrack. It may not have seemed so bizarre having Gary Busey playing Buddy Holly back in 1978, but looking at it from 2021, it seems really unlikely. A few other actors you wouldn't imagine playing early rock and roll stars also appear in the film. Playing the part of Sam Cooke was Paul Mooney, who was a longtime writer for Richard Pryor, and you may remember best from Chappelle's show. Why do white people love Wayne Brady so much? White people love Wayne Brady because he makes Brian Gumble look like Malcolm X. The Big Bopper, one of the other musicians who died in the same plane crash as Holly, is played by Gaylord Sartain. Busey actually worked with Sartain back in his local Oklahoma TV days when he got the name Teddy Jack Eddie. Years later, Gaylord Sartain would star alongside Jim Varney in several of the Ernest movies. Yellow modeling clay! That's the secret ingredient to eggs erroneous! Neither Mooney nor Sartain appear on the soundtrack. That is until 2018, when a deluxe edition of the soundtrack was released on CD. It features 22 tracks, including Sartain as the Big Bopper performing Chantilly Lace. The deluxe edition is currently available to stream on Spotify. Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail a hanging down, a wiggle in the walk and a giggle in the talk. Lord, makes the world go round. After a full version of Maybe Baby, which was also in the Clear Lake medley on side one, we get Every Day. Every Day was originally released in 1957 as the B-side to Peggy Sue. Every day it's getting closer, going faster than roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Every day it's getting faster. Everyone says go on up and ask her. Love like yours. The album closes with the Roller Rink medley, which is seen at the beginning of the film. 
The medley consists of Rock Around with Ali V, and that'll be the day. Two singles were released from the soundtrack, Clear Lake Medley and True Love Ways, but neither charted. The soundtrack did chart, peaking at number 86 on the Billboard 200. On multiple talk show appearances throughout the 80s and 90s, Gary Busey claimed he was working on music himself and planned on releasing an album. As of 2021, that still hasn't happened. With one exception. In 2018, Busey released a single on Moon's Nest Records. It was a new cover of Buddy Holly's Not Fade Away. I'm going to cover that for this week's upcoming episode of Bizarre Singles over on Patreon. So if you want to hear that, make sure you're a patron over at patreon.com slash bizarrealbums. It's a great way to support this 100% independent show. Gary Busey was just 33 years old when he played Buddy Holly, who was only 22 when he died. But Busey isn't the only actor who played a younger, famous musician. In 2004, the now-disgraced actor Kevin Spacey was 44 years old when he played singer Bobby Darin, who died at 37, for the film Under the Sea. Like Busey, Spacey also performed the songs himself for the film and the soundtrack. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Faxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. <laughs>